turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. All right, let's get it underway for a Friday. It's Good Friday, by the way, because it is a Friday and it is our payday here at the radio station. So that makes it a, you know, better than a normal Friday. This is a good Friday as far as that. Not such a good Friday for the Lady Backs and uh, softball. They dropped one last night, one to nothing. Uh, the Tennessee, uh, one bad pitch. That's all it was. Girl got a hold of it, drove it over the fence for Tennessee, and that was the only hit in the game and the only score in the game. Ended up being one to nothing. So Tennessee will move on to take on Alabama. I don't believe Tennessee has a, a snowball's chance against Alabama, to be honest with you. I really see Alabama winning that. Uh, Florida, they keep pulling it out of the, the dark recesses of their body. I don't know how much longer that can go on, but we'll see. But it's been a pretty interesting SEC tournament thus far. Been very, very uh, entertaining. I've been watching each of the games. I like ladies' fast-pitch softball. I really do. Um, my son-in-law stopped by yesterday, uh, and he was watching a little bit with me, and he goes, you know, I don't see how they even hit that ball. I mean, the pitcher is only 45 feet from home plate. I would say by the time she releases the ball, she's probably, what, 38 to 40 feet from home plate, and she throws it in at about 63 miles an hour. That's less time to swing than you have in baseball with you know with a fastball, so pretty uh, pretty impressive. All right, so uh, Chris Corbett's here with us. He got up this morning, rolled out of bed early, so he's with us today. We congratulate him on that. He's got his, I'm sure, cup of coffee in front of him. Got a cup of Joe, and then also here is Robert Steinbach. He is with us as well. Robert, as you know, is a uh, university professor. Uh, of law at the Bowen School of Law, and his opinions are his, and his alone do not necessarily reflect that of the School of Law or uh, reflect that of the university. So with both of that uh, talked about, let's get right to it. Uh, In the wake of conservative Representative Liz Cheney of Wyoming's ouster from her her House GOP leadership position, Roughly 150 Republican or former Republican leaders who are opposed to former President Trump's continued strong grip over the GOP have signed a letter threatening to take their ball home to play by themselves 
if the GOP does not reform and return to its founding uh, American principles. And I got to laugh at this. Where do you go? Where are they going to go then? They either go to the Democrat Party or I guess go go to Common Ground. What say you uh, there, Chris? I'm amazed at this. I don't even what 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 other values are they talking about? Um, it, it's uh, it's hard to keep up with these folks. And, and what's going what's amazing is that are are they are they being the are they rhinos here? Are they being fake Republicans? I mean, we're talking about ideals that the Republican Party have promoted for the last fifty years, and when they want to change it now, no. I'll tell you what happens when you change it: we get high gas prices, shortage on parts. We get uh, gas pumps with no gas. That's what a Biden administration has brought us. Yeah, it just it just really catches me off guard. Uh, well, no, I take that back. It doesn't. It's the same people who have been never Trumpers from the very beginning, and we shouldn't be surprised. I mean, Taylor, that's the guy who wrote Anonymous. You know, after the the president was uh, inaugurated, remember that? That came out, that op-ed in the New York Times, and, oh, yeah, I saw this and I saw that, and then we found out he didn't see nothing, you know, bottom line. So, so Robert— Not only that, Dave, to be clear, the press was saying, he's a high-level government official. Yeah. Was— because he cleaned the top floor? Was he the janitor on the top floor? What That was the only thing that would make that guy high level. Is is he six foot eight? What makes this guy high level? He's a mid-level bureau hack. That's what he is. He's entitled to his view. People are entitled to be wrong. That's what we love about America. It's a freedom to be stupid. And he's exercising that freedom to the maximum. He has that freedom on steroids. I don't care what these people say. They got together a hundred miscreants, a hundred escaped um, mental patients, and they want to decide what is good for the Republican Party. You know, the American people, the conservatives in America, have a funny way of deciding for themselves what's good for themselves and what's good for America. And you know how they do that, Dave? They do it by voting. Yeah, that's what I was going to... I was just going to bring that up. 75 million people voted for the former president. What what the heck, you know? You're 150 people, and I'm supposed to look at what you're doing, and you're the, you know, you've got all the right ideas... Here's why Liz Cheney is not in her position anymore. It's not because she voted to impeach the president. That's not it. It's because she couldn't shut up about it. She had. Well, she just kept pushing it, pushing and pushing it. I gotta tell you, Dave. I would vote her out for voting to impeach. That's not cancel culture. That's understanding the law. You have taken what is supposed to be a sacrosanct legal procedure and employed it in a political hacktum way. It's of no surprise to me that she sided with the Democrats on this because Trump gave a uh, butt whooping uh, to Jeb Bush, who, of course, is the brother of George Bush, who was the president uh, with, with Cheney being his VP. So the Cheneys never liked the Trumps. It's that simple. Sure, she voted conservatively. She is a good conservative, by the way. Sure, she voted conservatively because she has conservative ideals. And guess what? 
surprise, surprise, Donald Trump pushed a conservative agenda. So she did the right thing for that. Good for her. But she voted extremely wrong when it came to impeachment. Now, if you read the New York Times, they say, well, the reason the Republicans kicked her out was because she opposed Trump on the, quote, big lie. Uh, No, no, that's not true at all. I do not, excuse me, agree with the president's conclusion that he says he won the election. We don't know that he won the election. I do agree with the with the question that many have raised. How dare you raise it, says the New York Times. Many have raised that during the election process, particularly during COVID, there were a lot of irregularities. We don't have evidence at this point to support the conclusion that that would change the outcome, but it's certainly legitimate to ask questions about those irregularities. Now and then, by the way, when they did. Uh, and so... I don't agree with President Trump on everything. I would vote for President Trump again. Absolutely. Now, I'll also keep my options open, but absolutely I would vote for President Trump again. I supported him twice, and I'll support him a third time. Well, here's the key. Liz Cheney, instead of, uh, you know, zeroing in on, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the very wrong policies of President Biden and his administration kept bringing up things about trump get off of trump and let's move on and let's uh let's engage in the battle that's right in front of us and she refused to do it she's got a burner saddle and it's donald trump and uh, she she gets on TV with that same uh, sort of uh, way of speaking as her father. That's not an insult, uh, to be clear. But, you know, if you ever watch them, they kind of have this this way their mouth is a little bit tilted. Mine's a lot, if you ever see me, uh, folks, uh, because, you know, I've got a face for radio. But their mouth is a little bit tilted, and they really even speak the same way. Why do I bring that up? Not to, It's not a cri- criticism. It's a description. But I bring it up to say, she's her father's daughter. <clears throat> the Cheneys don't like Trump, and they can't get off of it. Well, I was—I thought that she needed to be removed. I think they did a right job. And I look—I've had Liz Cheney on our show here. She Indeed. was on. She was on just uh, a more than six weeks ago, and we had Are talked to her. No, yeah, I'm not kidding. I missed that. Yeah, I had you? her on, but uh, you know, we we talked to her about that and. Uh, you know, we talked about uh, Biden's policies, and 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 she stayed on on point. Let's put it that way. Okay, so what do you think about Stefanik and uh, who's there's a guy that from the Chip Freedom, Roy. yeah, from the Freedom Caucus, who I would love to see go in there, but I think that uh, former President Trump has uh, pushed Stefanik to the point that she's going to get it. What do you think? Well. In terms of political outcomes, that may be the case. Chip Roy has been on your show, Dave, several times because I've had him on your show uh, when I filled in for you. Right. And uh, Chip Roy is a solid conservative uh, out of Texas, a great American. And I used to work with him when I worked up in the, the U.S. Senate. And so I'm a big supporter of Chip's 
Uh, notwithstanding, I don't know Stefaniak at, at all, meaning not only personally, I don't know much about her record. I read a little bit in the newspaper. I do know she's from New York. And of course, your audience might be able to decipher if they listen very closely that I have a hint of a New York accent left. Uh, and so, uh, Chris, stop laughing. Uh, and so <laughs> the point is that, uh, um, you know, she may be uh, fine and sure the, the president's supporting her. Uh, and that's that's a plus. Uh, but I am a huge Chip Roy fan, and uh, you can't get me off of that uh, position. Hey, were we uh, able? But, were we able to get a hold of him last night? I, I, I communicated with his staff, uh, and he's traveling, so I don't think he's going to be able to call in this morning okay. during the show. But uh, we did talk, and uh, they are, needless to say, as is everyone, Dave, big fans of the Dave Ellswick Show. Is there anybody who's not a big fan of the Dave Ellswick Show? That's my question, Dave. Even (laughs) Governor Asa Hutchinson is a big fan of this show. Indeed. You know, really, really is. All right. Let's get a break in here, then we'll come back and we'll continue talking on the Dave Ellswick Show. We want to talk a little bit more about uh, this thing going on with the Republican Party. Let me just tell you, this is the media's way of saying, look, there's all kinds of fissures in the Republican Party. There are not. I'm just telling you, there are not. It's uh, The party is in good shape. The party is here in uh, Arkansas is in good shape. Uh, are there disagreements within the party? You betcha. But that's the way it always is. That's what happens when you have free thought within a party. Don't forget about St. Clarity uh, Residential uh, Cleaning. Uh, We still have two, two uh, of the, uh, I think, $150 uh, uh, coupons that you can buy uh, to get your house clean. Normally, it's $300. If you use one of these coupons, you'll save yourself 50%. It's only $150. All you have to do is call 404-6560, 404-6560. Talk to Chuck. Talk to Lynn. They'll take care of you. Then you'll be able to know what everybody else who has been doing this, and I'm talking about hundreds of people who have used this firm now and go, when they say deep clean, they mean deep clean. All right, that's exactly what they mean. And we'll have them back on again because they're going to continue on with the Dave Ellswick Show because you have responded, they have responded, and everybody's happy. That is St. Clarity Residential Cleaning. Again, a $150 coupon off the $300 normal cost to get your home cleaned. So it's only $150 and uh, get it cleaned the way you want to get it cleaned. These folks will do the job and do it professionally uh, for you. 404-6560, the number to call after 9 o'clock. Talk to Chuck or talk to Lynn. All right, let's uh, just talk just a moment longer about uh, this this uh, story about these 150-ish uh, Republicans who decided that they are not going to support former President uh, Donald Trump, and they say they're leave the party. I don't know what uh, that means. Does that mean they give up their membership uh, in the Republican Party or what? I don't know. Uh, they're not saying they haven't said, and uh, so we'll just have to wait to see what that will entail for them. Uh, there's going to be that kind of decision has to be made here kind of in Arkansas as well because uh, the the governor has been very clear that he will not support Donald Trump in any kind of uh, re-election 
bid that 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 uh, the president, former president, might have, saying that he won't get behind him. I think that's, to be honest, kind of a silly mistake made by uh, you know the governor. I'm going to try to get him on because I'd like him to sit here with me and explain to me what it is about the party that uh, has got him so uh, upset or the part of the party that uh, is supporting uh, former President Trump. And let's let's be realistic here. Here in the state of Arkansas, when it comes to Republicans, probably 95 percent support the former president. What do you think, Chris? What do you do? You, do you think that uh, Asa is making a bad move in this situation? Did we lose Chris? I don't know. Maybe he's got the phone. Maybe he's got his phone on mute. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah, it was on mute. I'm sorry. All right. Um, here's what's funny about it, Dave. Um, Liz voted. Liz Cheney voted to impeach Donald Trump. And where's what's the result of that? She gets ousted from her leadership position. That's what's funny about this. And so what the cards show is, if you're going to come out against Trump, you better bring something to the table other than just criticism. If Asa Hutchinson, Governor Hutchinson, wants to come out and criticize Trump, he may end up just like Liz Cheney, getting removed from leadership in some point, some form or fashion, because people supported Trump. They liked his policies. He took on China. Um, he he's you know he, it's fantastic what he's did and didn't uh, support this this cronyism this capital cronyism that's out there and um, uh, yeah so you got to be careful Trump being a Trump a no no supporter of Trump well he's he's made this statement he says that he wants to lead the the GOP in a different direction Robert. Uh, it seems to me that Republicans are happy with the direction that we were going. Well, of course, as we know, uh, the president, President Trump, <clears throat> got more votes uh, than anybody else except uh, Joe Biden. So that's in, in the history of the country. Now, uh, our population continues to grow, but actually those differences in numbers are greater than the population growth, meaning he, he, Trump, motivated the Republican electorate in a way that no candidate previously did. Yes, other candidates were quite successful at times as well. But Trump really did motivate the Republicans. So if you want to go in a different direction, that's fine, to be clear. As I said about the other group, anybody's just entitled to do whatever they want. But here's the problem. Who are you getting to support you? Are you getting a piece of that 75 million people? Maybe. I'm skeptical it's going to be a large piece. I think that most of the Republican Party, most conservatives across this country, a vast majority indeed, support President Trump. So if you want to say I'm going in a direction that doesn't support President Trump, uh, you know, like you're you better get your uh, gold mining uh, pan and start getting the sand out and looking for those hunks of gold, because I don't know. I don't know what you're going to find. Uh, I don't know who you're going to find uh, to create a groundswell of support. But then again, to be fair and to be clear. I've never been elected to anything since I was in high school, and I don't have any intention of running for anything. So maybe these people know better than I do. Maybe they don't. Yeah, I, we'll I, I'm, I'm totally... 
confused uh, by this move. And like I said, I'm going to um, let me work uh, this week uh, that's coming up on getting the the governor on because I'd like to hear why he's making this move, and then I want him to explain. Well, if you want to make this move, what is going to happen after the move? Then, what is it that you want to do? What is he? You know, if he's not for the former president, how is he going to try to lead the governors of the United States? Because he's the head of the the Governors Association. Well, and let me add something. If you're against President Trump as the head of the party, who are you for as the head of the party? I mean this to everybody. I mean it to Liz Cheney. I mean it to everybody. Who are you for? So if Liz Cheney says, well, I'm for Liz Cheney, well, then I'm not particularly impressed. When you're against the guy in power and the next words out of your mouth are, I'm a better choice, <laughs> I'm a little bit more skeptical rather than you say, I'm against the guy who's in charge of the party and I support this other person to be in charge of the party. That seems to me at least a more objective evaluation. So let's see for those who are opposing President Trump who they're offering as an alternative. Yep, I agree with that wholeheartedly. All right, we got uh, news coming up, so let's get to that. When we come back, Chris, you'll be in the batter's box, and I'll be uh, throwing a fastball to you. Let's talk about let's, let's talk about Israel and uh, the Palestinians. That's coming up next here on the Dave Ellswick Show. And then let's talk about the anti-Semitism from some Congress people up in Washington, D.C. Hey, I've been talking about Pat Davis now for months. And many of you now are finally taking my lead and uh, calling him and finding out the things that I've been saying isn't a bunch of balderdash. That's a term, by the way, that came about during world war ii just so you'll know but uh it really it, it, it's all true you know it's true that he can save you 30 to 50 percent on health insurance and real health insurance not some kind of a share plan and that it can be any provider in the nation and there are no co-pays and that if you are a self-employed individual this stuff can really help you or if you're a small businessman who uh because you're a great small businessman gives Uh, health insurance to your workers he can save you money too all you got to do is call call him let him walk you through it and by the time he's at the end of walking you through it i believe that you'll be signing up to be one of his clients here's the number to call 501-605-6935 501-605-6935 or visit him online yourhealthplanman.com. That's Pat Davis. It's better than being too good to be true. It is true, and it saves you a lot of money. All right, Chris, I told you, you're going to be the first one when I came back, and so let's uh, let's get to it. Uh, Israel, it has been uh, announced by a lot of news agencies now have uh, called up 9,000 reservists that are ready to invade into uh, Palestine. This would be the most uh, drastic uh, call-up and uh, kind of uh, response by the IDF 
since 2014, but I don't see that they have any other things to do. By the way, for all the people, and let me just tell you what, this this shows so much about uh, Casio uh, Ortez and, and Omar and all the rest of them. They're, they're anti-Semites. They're beyond, okay? This is beyond that they're worried about the Palestinian people. These people hate the Jews. I mean, there's very, very obvious that they hate the Jews. And, uh, I mean, they're talking about, well, you know, the Israeli military are launching, uh, you know, attacks on uh, Palestinian civilians. What do you think Hamas is doing uh, over on the other side in Gaza, huh? What do you think they're doing? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Chris, take off. Go ahead. I'll turn it over to you. right, Dave. So so the question is, does, does Israel have the right to defend itself? Uh, 100% yes. This was started by the Hamas in Gaza here in the recent what's going on, for the listeners to understand. They started launching rockets over into Israel. Their reasoning behind that is that they feel like this land is theirs. It's a 100-year-old problem. And um, so they've, they've ratcheted it up by firing rockets over there. And you've seen the videos, this awesome iron dome with rockets protecting israel that those rockets by the way were made in camden arkansas so the the folks of israel over there we sent a little thank you note to the folks of camden arkansas for this awesome iron dome that's knocking these rockets out of the skies and what, what where are these rockets coming from they're coming from a piece of land that israel says okay we're going to pull out of Gaza. We're going to let the Palestinian have this. And they set up rockets from schoolyards. And so what you see in the news is um, Israel um, taking these sites out. They're not taking out schools. They're not trying to harm civilians. They're taking out rocket launching sites. And, and, let's, and um, let's, let's talk about that for a moment, about taking out yeah. schools. Where, yeah. does, where does Hamas have many of their launch sites uh, at? And it has been shown they have put them in schools. That's where they yep, put them at. That's right. They're using these right. kids as human shields. Hundred percent, David. It's a tragedy, and um, yeah, it's a hundred-year-old problem. They lost a war, the Six-Day War, and uh, what they want is what they'll never get as a Palestinian state to be recognized as a state. They're they're recognized as a terrorist group because they want to take out the Jewish people. That's what they want to do. That's their plan. I agree. And let's not forget there's a proxy member of this, and that happens to be Iran. They're the ones that are shipping all of the all the missiles to Hamas. Robert, your That's thoughts? Right. The <clears throat> Hamas in Gaza uh, implants their terrorist organization in apartment buildings and, and other places. Brett Stevens wrote a piece about this in New York Times today. And Israel has a right to defend itself. And there will inevitably be, unfortunately, and not by design, some civilian casualties. And you've got to decide whether you're going to let the terrorists dictate the outcome, whether you're going to be subjected to ongoing terrorism uh, by criminals, or... Israel is going, or you're going to support Israel in upholding the only democracy in the Middle East. Of course, you know my answer to that question. 
And you know the answer of all good, right-thinking people. And so, look, you can have the left uh, pulling out their hair and their faces melting, as they always do. You can have the now rank and obvious anti-Semitism by members of Congress and other people on the left uh, who uh, would be happy to see the destruction of the Jewish state. Uh, Or you can have, excuse me, what we had under President Trump, the movement of the U.S.'s embassy to Israel's capital of Jerusalem, promised by Democrats and Republicans alike for decades, fulfilled by President Trump. You can have peace developing in the Middle East, promised by Democrats and Republicans uh, for decades, brought to bear, brought to the forefront by President Trump. You can have Iran on the run, as it was under President Trump, or Iran funding terrorism around the Middle East, supplying rockets to Hamas, as it is now and as it was under prior administrations. The choice is yours. Vote for the left, you get what you see today. Vote for conservatives, you got what we had the last four years. It's a simple equation, Dave. Yeah, and that that piece, uh, the the Abraham Accords, have worked. And it's worked very, very well. Of course they have. You know, really, really. I think the people over in the Middle East, for the most part, are wanting peace just as much as everybody else does, uh, except for some groups like Hamas and Hezbollah and a few others. Well, escalating violence between Israel and the terrorist group Hamas has cast a spotlight on deepening democratic divisions over the Jewish state. Now, let's remember that the president said that Israel has the right to defend themselves. The party split played out in full view on social media over this week after Hamas launched indiscriminate rocket attacks at Israel, which responded with airstrikes on Hamas targets in Gaza, reportedly killing some civilians. Israel is also dealing with domestic unrest from Arab rioters. International observers are concerned about the possibility of a full-scale war. That's where that 9,000 reservists being called up comes in. Meanwhile, the Democratic Party, which controls the White House and both congressional chambers, is divided in its support for a key American ally. President Biden and the Democratic Old Guard have voiced support for Israel's right to defend itself. Secretary of State uh, Antony uh, Blinken noted Thursday that there are fundamental differences between the terrorist organization, Hamas, that is indiscriminately raining down rockets, in fact, targeting civilians, and Israel's response defending itself, that is, targeting the terrorists. Biden similarly said that Israel has a right to defend itself. Now, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi echoed that message, saying that Israel has the right to defend herself against the assault, which is designed to sow terror and undermine prospects for peace. Uh, She went on to say Hamas's accelerating violence only risks killing more civilians, including innocent Palestinians. But the uh, party's ascendant left wing rejected that approach. Bernie Sanders blamed right wing extremists in Jerusalem for the violence. Wait a second. Are you saying that the, the right wing extremists left Israel and went over 
into uh, the side of Gaza, that's the Palestinian side, and put on uh, Hamas garb, and they're firing, you know, rockets on their own people? I don't think so, Bernie. You know, go take one of those pills that make you think clear that they talk about on uh, on television, would you please? It's amazing. And then you got, you know, Omar and the rest of them talking about, you know, the pig, the pigs over there, the Jewish pigs. Yeah, that's about as anti-Semitic as you can get. And, oh, I, I forgot to mention, when you go to school and you're a Palestinian and you study about the uh, uh, the Israelis, they call them rats and pigs. Hey, who who called them rats and pigs the last time? Oh, yeah, the Nazis. Yeah, I forgot about that. Right. Don't, I want everybody to remember all that. I get really, really uh, worked up about this. I do. As you know, uh, and you may be able to see on a Facebook page right now, I've got the Israel flag up and flying here in the studio. This is our best ally over in the Middle East. And uh, and they have been a great ally of the United States. And uh, we support them. They support us. And it has been a working relationship that's had a few bumps, but uh, for the most part has worked out for both parties. What does... Where does this leave the left? Excuse me, the left, uh, Robert. I'm, I'm going to talk to you about this real quick because you are Jewish. Where does it leave them? I mean, the old guard is holding on to control by the you know by their fingernails. Does this give them a little bit tighter hold? Well, I think the old Democratic guard is gone. The Democrats used to be strong supporters of Israel. And in fact, it was one of the few topics in Congress and elsewhere where you had general agreement amongst the left and the right. You had conservatives and Democrats and liberals coming together supporting Israel. Why? Because Israel is the only democracy in the Middle East. Why would you not support them? Why would you support dictatorships? Why would you support corrupt regimes? Why would you support third world countries seeking to dominate each other and the administrations uh, seeking to dominate their own people uh, in undemocratic ways? Well, only if you believe in autocracy. Only if you believe in notions antithetical to democracy. Well, we're a democracy. Last time I checked, sometimes it doesn't look that way. And so we support and have always supported Israel. The, the left, the far left has taken over the Democratic Party such that those who are and used to be in the Democratic Party that voiced support for Israel or shouted down, or pushed out. So no longer can the left say that they support the only democracy in the Middle East. And if you are a a, a liberal, a moderate, or a conservative, and you recognize that Israel is a beacon of hope in a sea of despair, that is the Middle East, and you support Israel, I don't see how you can vote for these leftist Democrats. I don't see how you can cast that vote. That's a vote for autocracy. And I don't support autocracy. And I think that most Americans, if they think about it, uh, would find those notions repugnant. And that should be reason alone not to vote for these leftist 
politicians. All right, we're going to have one last word on this after we come back from the break from Chris uh, on what's going on over in, in Israel. My whole argument is this. If over in Oklahoma they were just lobbing missiles willy-nilly into Arkansas, you think we might shoot back? I know I, I think I would be. I think I'd, I'd want to be doing that. All right, so Dave Ellswick's show. Don't uh, stick around with us. Don't forget about East End Towing. They're one of the newest members of the Dave Ellswick Show. We appreciate them. They make the show possible, and uh, they know what they're talking about when it comes to towing. If you need a tow, you know, most people don't have a clue about which towing companies are good towing companies. I'm, I'm telling you now who a good towing company is, and it's East End Towing. And their phone number is 501 888 8849. That's the number to call. 888-8849. You know, when you when you look in at somebody who is a towing company, you want to look at what they do, what's their background. And East End Towing, Arkansas Tow and Recovery Board, they're members of that. Licensed and insured tow operation. Each truck is permitted and has minimum standards, of course. Private property tows, what to do with your vehicle if you're going to have it towed, where can you, can you call? I just told you who to call. Where does your car go? What happens to that car? And by the way, it's not just your car that we're talking about here. It can be a boat. It can be a trunk, a truck. It can be a camper. So you need to know, and I'm not a specialist in towing, but East End Towing is. So you talk to Patrick uh, McIntyre and the good folks at East End Towing, and they'll help you out at 501-888-8849. All right, back. Final segments of the Dave Ellswick Show for this first hour. Uh, Coming up after 7 o'clock, we'll be joined by State Senator Dan Sullivan out of Jonesboro. I'm uh, sure that we'll have some interesting discussions uh, with him uh, as well. taking a look here let's go to chris because i promised that we would have one you know bite more of this israeli uh palestinian deal and uh, your and hamas deal so what's your you wrap it up for us chris right on here's the bottom line over a thousand rockets have been fired from hamas into israel the thing to think about it is what would you want your government doing if missiles started landing in Conway, Arkansas? What what would we do? Yeah, we would I, hammer I agree. That's that's what and that's what the and it's a great source of information is uh, the Twitter page Israeli Israel Defense Forces. They give you the the real scoop of what's going on. They're shutting down terrorist uh, tunnels that that Hamas sneaks into Israel and kidnaps Israelis. Um, they're shutting down these attack sites where these thousand rockets are coming from, and they're yeah the IDF are flying in jets and they're taking out buildings and they're warning folks in these buildings, hey, you are a terror site, we're going to take you out. Yeah, take a long lunch. Yeah, there's been some civilian uh, casualties, but that's because Hamas sets up their attack sites in civilian locations yeah it's like uh, i mentioned they put their missile sites that they launch from in school buildings that's right that's right 
And um, the, basically the bottom line is that the IDF, the Israeli Defense Forces, are, are targeting and they're neutralizing dozens of, to- dozens of top Hamas uh, generals and, and Islamic jihadist leaders and terrorists. That's who they're taking out. Yeah, and they did in that one building. In one fell swoop, they took out, like, the number one Hamas guy uh, for terrorism. That's right. Yeah, gave him a bad day real fast. Uh, So when we come back, we'll talk further. By the way, let's talk about the cancel culture again, Uh, uh, Robert. And, you know, Gail Godot, who, of course, everyone knows from playing Wonder Woman, is... In Israel, uh, an Israel citizen, uh, she served in the IDF. If you're uh, a person over in Israel and you're of a certain age, you must serve in the, the the service for the IDF. And she's been attacked relentlessly since this started. And here, and this really bothers me. I'm going to tell you, this really bothers me. They say that she believes in. And now you tell, they're, they're saying this to a Jew. All right that she believes in ethnic cleansing to a person of the race that knows everything probably there is to know about ethnic cleansing. But this is what the cancel culture and the left does. They, they attack people without any thought or compunction. They do even more than that, Dave, right? What does the left do? They take language, they take words, and they take ideas, and they twist it di- diametrically opposed to what is the understanding, the common, the proper understanding. So now they say to a Jew, you're for ethnic cleansing, even though her family was subjected to ethnic cleansing. It's absurd and perverse. Where'd they learn this from? From the Soviets. This is a, the Soviets would erase people out of pictures when they decided someone was no longer in favor. That person, what person? Who are you talking about? They would gaslight you routinely. They would say one thing occurred when you were at a location and you knew the opposite occurred and you'd walk back home scratching your head. This is the kind of thing that we see from Soviets, that we see from the left. And by the way, across this country, too often we see from academia as well. They tell you stuff and you're like, oh, well, they must know. And then you go, wait, wait, that's absurd. That's the opposite of what I have just directly observed. It, we see it in the New York Times reporting too often as well. They tell you, well, you'll see the, the Republicans got rid of Cheney uh, because uh, Cheney was opposed to Trump's big lie. Really? That's why we got rid of Cheney? We got rid of Cheney because she pursued an illegal impeachment and because she's couldn't look forward because she was too busy looking backwards. That's why we got rid of Cheney. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. State Senator Dan Sullivan, a friend of the show, is going to join us in the next half hour. Stay tuned. It's coming your way here at 1011 FM, The Answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
All right, last hour of the show for this week and for Friday, the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, Chris Corbett, a lawyer out in Conway who uh, joins us each Friday, is with us. Uh, His specialty is in engineering, but he does a lot of work pro bono uh, for people dealing with, you know, fighting against, you know, local governmental entities. Also on with us today is Robert Steinbach. Robert has been a part of the Dave Ellswick Show for well over a decade now, and uh, he is a law professor at the Bowen School of Law. And I, I love having him on because he can help cut through a lot of smoke and mirrors that go on when we talk about legalities and uh, what they're trying to do and what politicians are trying to do with, uh, you know, that great English language that they have a way of talking in legalese and making what sounds like this really mean to sound like that. And also, and a, a good, a good uh, friend of the show is uh, State Senator Dan Sullivan up in Jonesboro. He joins us today as well. And let's start, let me start off with you, uh, Senator, by just asking you to, what's the fallout been now that you guys have gone on recess? What's happening with the uh, the legislature? Well, a lot of good things, and thank you for having me on again this morning, Dave. Always appreciate it. Uh, matter of fact, I'm down here this morning uh, and yesterday for our committee meetings on legislative audit. So we audit all the different uh, state agency um, groups that go on and continue to make rules and go about their business. Um, so that's what we're doing now, having committee meetings. That's very interesting and very impactful, uh, even though we're out of session. You know, we're asking the important questions yesterday. Uh, we had an audit session with the Arkansas Teacher Retirement System and how they're investing their money in the oversight that we as a legislature do. So that's just one example of what happens uh, here during the interim. And matter of fact, Dave, I'm working on legislation already <laughs> that'll come up in two years to uh, help our local police. And you know, we we have a past legislation to increase teacher pay and have a minimum teacher salary throughout the state, which is a great thing. And I'm working on legislation right now that will do the same thing for our local police uh, departments and our um, county sheriffs to try to help them reach a minimum salary that's equitable and reasonable uh, for their city. So there's a lot that goes on in the interim. Wow, that, you know, that opens up to just a whole bunch of questions senator as far as you're concerned i mean this doesn't mean that the state is going to be dictating to local uh entities political entities you know city governments and uh, quorum courts and things of that nature of how they have to run their police departments you're just trying to figure out a way of what funneling some money into them so they'll have some additional resources yeah, actually, what we're trying to do is broader than just the police. It's just trying to let uh, local tax dollars stay local. You know, we send the money, your local community send the money to Little Rock, and then Little Rock sends money back to the city with strings attached. And what we're trying to do is just write legislation that would let that money stay locally in the community, and then the city can decide locally what they want to do with the money. Hopefully, that will be to improve increase uh salary for their local police departments yeah, that and, makes and sense but that's the goal yeah it makes sense it does robert got any questions 
Well, Dan, what, what's on the agenda? As the chair of the audit committee, uh, I understand that your job is, your function is, to make sure that the people of Arkansas aren't getting ripped off by a bunch of entrenched bureaucrats. Uh, and I, frankly, uh, in the past, that position that you now hold for the first time, to be clear, has been a, a little bit more of a cheerleading position than an actual investigative position. I gather, given that you don't look very good in pom-poms, that's not how you view that role. Well, I didn't know you'd see me in pom-poms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got the pictures, Dan. We've got them. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things we – and by the way, uh, Dave, I, I was on with Robert on Monday, and we – discussed a FOIA request that I'd done to the U of A about the Fulbright statue. When they appointed the chancellor, the president there appointed a committee to, to discuss uh, removing the uh, Fulbright statue from the campus and renaming the college. And they, uh, they had a group that put together a committee, and the committee voted anonymously. Uh, um, and I questioned what that, how they could do that, the anonymous vote. Well, you know, I reported to Robert on Monday that I hadn't gotten the information within the three days. Actually, they had sent it. It just got hung up in the mail. So to their credit, the U of A did respond within the three days. However, I'm still very concerned, and this is part of what we do with state agencies, is investigate things like this, how a university can form a committee who can vote unanimously on set? I'm sorry, anonymously. Anonymously. Uh, yeah, anonymously. They can take a vote on something as big as renaming a college. Uh, that's just incredible to me, especially since you know when I ran legislation to have free speech on college campuses for students, uh, so they could have free speech indoors as well as outdoors, and that bill failed. So we can't promote free speech indoors on campus, but we can allow an appointed committee uh, to, to vote anonymously on something as big as removing a statue or removing a change in the name of a college. Uh, and Robert, you might know, or Chris, I think Chris is on too. Chris did a FOIA also, I saw, and uh, asked for more information and kind of got the same answer. But apparently they did collect the names of how people voted. Uh, they have those names. They just refuse to uh, release them. So uh, hmm. attorneys, uh, how can they refuse to release the names on a FOIA request if they have them? I'm interested in that answer. That's, uh, that's, that's a questionable tactic, to say the least, isn't it, Robert? I mean, you're... you're probably the man to have on to talk about FOIA. You would think, being the only remaining author in Arkansas of the treatise on the Arkansas Freedom of Information Act, but I can tell you that the University of Arkansas General Counsel's Office uh, routinely ignores that book that I co-wrote and is cited every time the Supreme Court makes an opinion on the Freedom of Information Act. And the University of Arkansas's counsel seems not to know that book exists because they don't seem to want to cite it when they file briefs with the court. And they do so, indeed, at their peril because they're making up the law. So 
Uh, I don't know what's going on here, Dan, uh, because I haven't seen those documents, but I would really enjoy seeing that because I can conceive of no exemption that would permit uh, uh, the identities and the votes of committee members to, if known and if documented, not to be turned over, not to have those records turned over pursuant to a Freedom of Information Act request, no less a request by a state senator. Mind you, state senators don't have greater Freedom of Information Act rights than any other citizen of Arkansas, but you'd think that a governmental entity might pay more attention. They shouldn't. They should pay equal attention, but might pay more attention or at least would seek to comply with the law when dealing with a state senator. I don't know the full facts here, but I can tell you that if they have records showing the votes of these individuals, then those records are subject to the Freedom of Information Act. Yeah, that's it's really important, and people need to understand that the, the Freedom of Information Act specifically makes your government transparent. And exactly. it's only it's only through transparency can you make sure that what's going on isn't just what always went on in those smoke-filled rooms when the doors were closed back 30, 40 years ago. All right, it's uh, 16 after 7. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. I want to ask the senator about something that I've heard about and see if he's heard anything about it, uh, dealing with the Pulaski County and uh, a lot of the election malfeasance that went on. I'm hearing that they're going to open up some kind of investigation on that. And with that uh, in mind, we'll come back and talk some more about uh, different things that are going on uh, in the legislature. Don't forget about Cabot Emergency Hospital, another great example of business that uh, gets behind the Dave Ellswick Show and, and backs us so that we can bring you the information that you need to know. 100% physician-owned, board-certified emergency physicians with over 130 years of experience. They're always open 24-7, 365, including holidays. They've got an on-site lab. They've got a pharmacy. When you look at their radiology suite, uh, you've got x-rays. You've got a, a, a CT scan. You've got bedside ultrasound and at the Cabot Emergency Hospital on site an MRI. But the most important thing you need to know about Cabot Emergency Hospital is their patient-centered care. When you walk into Cabot Emergency Hospital, it's all about you. Because if you've got an emergency going on, uh, going on like you can't breathe maybe, or you've cut yourself or whatever, your emergency to that person, your emergency as the patient is the most important emergency that is happening at that given moment. And they understand that at Cabin Emergency Hospital, they will uh, not make you wait. You're going to be taken back. You're going to be treated. And then you'll be sent home. Get back to life faster with Cabot Emergency Hospital. All right, one of the really tragedies of the last election was what we saw happen right here in Pulaski County. There was, uh, as far as I'm concerned, a lot of malfeasance and uh, perhaps even, you know, I, I would say illegal activity. And there's a lot of state senators, state representatives that feel the same way. I'm hearing, Dan, that uh, we may see a, uh, a Senate uh I guess uh, 
uh, calling witnesses, uh, putting people under oath to find out what went down during that time. Are you hearing anything about that? Well, just a little bit. And, uh, of course, you know, Dave, we passed a great election package uh, this past session. I, I don't remember how many bills there were, quite a few, that dealt with election fraud and election tampering uh, and sought to bring more uh, oversight and clarity to the law. Um, but, yes, I think that's uh, from what I'm hearing, I'm hearing kind of the same thing as you, but that will happen in a committee similar to state agencies. I'm not sure which one. I think probably city, county, uh, local will be where that happens. But that's what we do during the interim is call in, uh, take issues like that and bring witnesses to the table. We swear them in uh, and they provide testimony on these kinds of issues. So it's a great opportunity to really dig much deeper. You know, the session goes so quickly and there's trying, running, trying to run a lot of different bills. And during the interim, we can take our time. We can call people in and dig a little bit deeper on those kinds of issues. So that wouldn't surprise me at all. All right, Chris, being the lawyer that you are, uh, this brings a little bit more gravitas uh, to looking at a subject if you start, you know, uh, bringing people in and putting them under oath so that, you know, they can be found guilty of perjury if they if they if they lie. Correct. Oh, it's fantastic, Rob. It has so much more power than I do in the legislature, you know, in the in the judicial branch. What what Dan is talking about is he gets to call uh, our government representatives into the Capitol and put them on the carpet and say, "Where did the money go? Why did you do this? Um, has it been effective? Has this the money spent? Did it go to where it was supposed to go? It's fantastic, and it's a crucial." crucial part of what the legislators do up there in my opinion i tell you what they need to pin a medal on the chest of christy star uh from the you know election commissioners she did an outstanding job as did evelyn gomez uh with a with a judge that was just running rampant uh during the last election so i really want to see him get to the bottom of it dan and and you know would but would it make me feel good to see maybe some people be fined or even have to cool their heels in jail a little bit? Well, I think Senator Johnson, uh, you know, from down here in Little Rock and Pulaski County, is kind of leading that way. Um, and also Representative Mark Lowry have had a lot to do with that. Uh, so I'm sure they could provide a little bit more insight. Uh, into what's going on there because they're the ones that ran the legislation to make sure people have IDs, to make sure, you know, if you're voting uh, during early voting or absentee voting, that there's real accountability uh, to those. You know, the public heard a lot about the election laws in Georgia. Uh, I think they moved an all-star game over that. But Arkansas has uh, some really strong legislation in that area. And Dave, I'll tell you, we had a great legislative session. I think, um, you know, when you look at all the things that we did for our Second Amendment, for our state sovereignty and the Tenth Amendment, uh, for our freedom of speech, uh, First Amendment, for, for you know, again, all of those things, Arkansas is one of the leaders in the nation in the individual freedom. And although we complain a lot about this and that, uh, and rightly so, because it's always a battle to keep your freedom, but Arkansas had a great session this time. I'm really proud of our of our House and our legislature for getting these things done. 
And I'm with you on that. And I will also say it disappoints me when people say, well, why do we got to stay, reiterate the Bill of Rights? Well, when you have uh, a lot of the things that are being said by this uh, administration up in Washington, D.C., especially when you get the president says that no uh, amendment, constitutional amendment, is absolute. You've got to question what is in the minds of the people who are in power, and the only chance that you have of protecting yourself is to pass these laws so that if they try to come and do things they shouldn't, uh, we can get it into the court system and try to stop it. Yeah, a lot of it, Dave, people say, well, that's a do-nothing law because you already have the First Amendment. Well, that may be true, but it's quite a statement when you have bills coming out of the Senate and the House that reaffirm what those rights are, our state sovereignty as we fought there to the end in the last day. Those were big things to do and important things to do to tell the federal government, you know, we here in Arkansas respect our freedoms and we're willing to go to court. We're willing to do battle over those issues. So it's a, it's a big statement. I'm proud of our, our Senate and our House for passing those kinds of measures. All right. You know, I, just, I kind of wish, uh, I don't know if Robert is teaching constitutional law right now, <laughs> but that's a big issue, huge issue that well, we continue. Robert, are you, are you, are you, do you have it teed up yet? Yeah, no, I do not. Uh, we've talked about this before on the show, but it, you raise an important issue. Constitutional law is the crux of everything, right? And you hear these people in the legislature are not lawyers talking about constitutional law, and they don't understand it often. And then you hear lawyers often don't understand constitutional law. All the lawyers on the left made all these claims about Obamacare, many of which were rejected by the Supreme Court. And the problem is that across this country, in law schools, constitutional law is only taught by the left and it would be nice to have some conservatives never in the history of my law school has a conservative taught constitutional law and so far my request has not been granted we'll see what happens you know dave the uh when i became a legislator one of the first things i did was start to study our constitution i don't know that i had read it through uh, multiple times such as i did when i was elected but then there are lots of resources uh david barton and wall builders has an online course you can take hillsdale college has an online course that you can take there are so many things that we can do to educate ourselves on the conservative reading of our constitution and i sure hope we people like robert continue uh to to lead the way and people and radio shows like yours educate people tremendously uh on what our constitution says and how important it is all right we're out of time guys it uh, goes really fast 30 minutes on this show is like uh, you know a few grains going through the hourglass so to speak but uh, State Senator Dan Sullivan's been our special guest. We appreciate you, Dan. Thank you very much. I got Thank 60 you. seconds. Anything specific that sh- we should be watching? Uh, golly. Uh, yeah, continue to keep watching your senators and representatives. And just because the session is over doesn't mean uh, we are idle because we are still working really hard on things, uh, various all the committees that are going on. So check the legislative website out. The, the schedule is on there. The agendas are on there. And please continue to contact your local legislators. Lastly, 
people are announcing they're, they're running for office. So we're going to see a big change in, in constitutional offices, uh, like our governor's race and lieutenant governor, but also at the local levels, you have people announcing right now. So keep an eye out, find someone to support, and jump in. All right. Thank you very much, Senator. We appreciate you. Thank you, Robert, for being part of the My Dave pleasure. Ellswick thank Show. You, and Chris, thank you as thank well. You. Rush is next here on the Dave Ellswick Show, and then Matt Smith will join us, and we'll talk the movies with him. You know, if you've got questions about filing for your Social Security, then I've got good news for you. Uh, the folks over at David Lucas Financial have put together a simple, easy-to-understand booklet that is uh, called Your Guide to Social Security. Uh it's uh, from David Lucas Financial, and uh, he does a really good job of helping you understand complex issues with his booklets that he puts out. And uh, this 27-page booklet outlines what you need to know. Uh, it could help you get even more income when you file for Social Security. If you're within five years of filing for your Social Security, then uh, get this free booklet now by calling 501-222-3315. As a bonus, you'll receive a free customized Social Security analysis. That pinpoints the optimal time to uh, wring every nickel out of uh, your benefits. Pick up the phone and call right now. Again, the number is 501 501- Two two two, thirty three fifteen. That's five zero one two two two, thirty three fifteen. Okay, so I'm I'm waiting here now for Matt Smith to give us uh, a a quick ring uh, to talk about movies. He's supposed to be part uh, of the, our show at this time. Now he's up with his kids. Sometimes. Kids do things that may throw the timing off a little bit, but I'm sure that, uh, you know, Matt will be here with us in a moment. I can tell you some of the movies that are going to be coming out this weekend uh, here in the area. uh, One that I am going to go see tonight is this new one uh, that is called Those Who uh, Want Me Dead. And that's the new Angelina Jolie movie. Uh, It was directed by Taylor Sheridan. I'm a huge Taylor Sheridan fan. Let me me explain why. Let me just name uh, a few movies. Sicario, uh, Hell in High Water, Wild River, and on TV, Yellowstone, and another movie, 12 Strong. He has directed and helped write the scripts for all of those programs and movies. I expect big things from this movie. Uh, it, it, it looks like it's going to be an actioner. Uh, it's a young boy that it looks like the mob wants to make sure that what he's seen, he'll not be able to tell anybody about because they're going to kill him. And Angelina Jolie somehow gets mixed up in all of this. And so she'll bring her salt character at that point to bear upon those uh, in, in this movie. And, and with, with that said, Matt is with us right now, but there, there's got to be a lot of demand to see this movie uh, this weekend, Matt, I would think. 
Yeah, hey, it, it is a great motion picture. Uh, I'll agree with everything that you said. Uh, you know, it is a it is a spot on awesome movie uh, for any uh, Taylor Sheridan fan, and I agree. Anything that he's written and directed is uh, over the top and awesome. Whether you're talking about Yellowstone, the series on the Paramount Network, or if you're talking about all the movies you mentioned. Um, it's great, and you know what I, what I love about what he does is he takes a um, you know red blooded all American character, whether that's a firefighter or a sheriff's deputy or a rancher or a farmer, and he shows them in very real circumstances, things that happen all the time, things we've seen in the news, and then that person steps up, and is a hero. And everything they do is is believable in these movies. You know, uh, it's um, it's not like, uh, you know, watching a, a goofy James Bond film or, you know, watching, um, uh, you know, Fast and Furious 9 or whatever the case may be, uh, you know, and, and, there's, and, and that was a great popcorn entertainment. But the heroes in the movies that he makes um, are everyday heroes doing things that you hear about them doing every day. And and that makes it uh, extremely believable, uh, also very dramatic and extremely entertaining. Yeah, it looks really, really good. I mean, it looks it excellent. It is. It I'm, is. I'm You'll looking forward it's to great, it. It's a great film. You'll okay. enjoy it. It is a great movie. There's no doubt about it. Okay, so is it a one-bucket or a two-bucket uh, popcorn movie? Uh, you know, I give it two <laughs> thumbs up, brother. <laughs> no doubt about it. It's All a right. film. No I, doubt about it. Man, when they're action movies and they're really good, I hate to leave, but I, I got to have my popcorn while I'm going through watching the movies. And Taylor Sheridan, I'm, I'm just taken back by that guy. He is such a talent. He really, really is a talent. Yeah, All right. I, I, I even think calling the, his films an action movie is doing him a disservice. And there's a lot of good drama and character development in his movies as well, which you don't see in a lot of action films. I agree. I, I agree. Uh you know, we go back to the to Sicario and 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 how good that movie was, and uh, he's just a fantastic, fantastic writer and director. He really is. All right, now I went and saw the new movie uh, with uh, Jason Statham, Wrath of Man, uh, directed by Guy Ritchie, and I got to tell you, I thought it was really excellent. A little bit of a, a slow burn at the beginning, but it had to be. But there is. Let me just tell everybody who's going to see it, if you like action movies, the action is Fast and Furious, to coin another movie uh, group of, uh, of films, uh, that you've got uh, at the end of this movie. The last 40 minutes of this film just doesn't let up. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I love Guy Ritchie's films. You know, Last year he had The Gentleman, which I thought was a wonderful movie. Yep. I enjoyed Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Like Jason Statham, it's a great combination uh, that's a good. That's a good movie. I I thoroughly enjoyed that. I'm glad you saw that, and I know you're going to love those those who wish me dead. Both those films highly recommend. People should go should, should check them out. And and those movies are playing at all five of my locations uh, in Arkansas. You can you can see them see them at all five. No okay. doubt about it. All right. Tell us about Above Suspicion because Amelia Clark, since she's left Game of Thrones, uh, really hasn't. He had a movie that has shown her talents uh, to the extent that she has. I mean, she is a fine actress, 
this movie looks like it's the one for her. What's your thoughts on it? She's in the film. Uh, Philip Noyce directs. Johnny Knoxville stars in the movie. It has Jack Houston, Thor Birch, Sophie Lowe, Austin Hebert. It is a true story uh, where, uh, you know, a married FBI uh, poster boy is assigned to the Appalachian Mountain town in Kentucky. And there he's drawn into an affair with an impoverished local woman who becomes his star informant. That's her role. Uh, she sees an FBI agent a means of escape, and he is just using her as an informant, and it is a ticket to disaster for both of them. This really happened in Kentucky. They filmed it in Kentucky. Uh, it is a great, uh, I would say, somewhat southern gothic story. A true story as well. Cool. So I, yeah, I, I really liked the film. Thought it was gritty. Uh, good drama in there. She does a great job. You know, when has she not done a great job? Yeah, I agree. Um, I think she, she's she's been really well. I just think people she has picked scripts that have been more low key than what she did in uh, you know Game of Thrones, and that's the difference. Well, she's been in some movies that did not uh, capture the public's imagination, uh, but her performance in those movies was good. You know. So, so I, I don't know that uh, you know she's necessarily to blame for that. I mean, you can make a good movie just like you can make a good record, and it doesn't get traction uh, with the paying public. So okay. I, I don't think she's at fault for that. Above Suspicion is a good film. All right. We're going to continue talking about movies here. Spiral. Uh, this is about uh, a book from Saw. Okay, so they brought Saw back. It's amazing that they brought it back with Chris Rock. And Samuel L. Jackson. What a cast for this movie. Yes. And, and um, you know, they are trying to investigate. It's part of Saul, but there's a twist to this. Um, Chris Rock is a uh, detective, and he's got a rookie partner, and he is uh, working with a police veteran, Samuel L. Jackson, and they're trying to investigate these grisly murders that are reminiscent of uh, murders from the past involving Saul. Uh, it's a deep mystery, and uh, Chris Rock's character finds himself the center of the game, uh, so to speak. So uh, you know what you're getting when you get a Saul movie, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's in there. That's out this week, brand new. And, you know, it's got a great cast with Chris Rock, Samuel Jackson's in there, uh, Morgan Jones, uh you know what you're getting. You're going to be scared. It's going to be gruesome. It's going to grab you. That's new today as well. Okay. Viral. Book of Saul. So tell, tell us about Profile. Uh, profile is uh, based on a true story. That's exclusively at Riverdale 10. That's from Focus Features. And, uh, and it, it's a journalist who uh, looks to investigate the recruitment techniques of ISIS uh, how they have lured women into Syria to be part of the whole caliphate. And uh, this uh, journalist creates a, a fake Facebook profile as a Muslim convert, and she goes online and goes through this process of being recruited by ISIS. You know, that really happened to women who went from, you know, the U.K. and the United States yep. to Syria when these things went on. Yeah, She... Uh, investigates the process of that and gets sucked into the whole terrorist thing and what's going on there. 
It is hmm. a psychological thriller. It's exclusively at Riverdale from Focus Features. All right. And then the final one that is, is out new this week is Army of the Dead. And I kind of like this one. This is where you've got a crack team of uh, robbers, and they, they they have the chance of really getting the, the mother load by going into Las Vegas and raiding the casinos during a pandemic. But the pandemic is The Walking Dead. Zack Snyder directs. Um, Dave Bautista stars in the film. Uh, it is a zombie outbreak in Vegas. A group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble, and they venture into the quarantine zone to pull off the greatest casino heist ever attempted. It's kind of a... Uh, Sounds ocean. fun. It's an Ocean's Eleven meets <laughs> The Walking Dead. That's, that's, that's what it is. that is what it is i will go see it there's no doubt about it that's what i'm gonna see all right so we gave you an overview of some of the movies we'll tell you what the rest of the movies are plus we'll tell you if there's any specials at the theaters uh, that you go see uh, with the vip cinemas i will be at cabin vip tonight my movie of choice to go see those who wish me dead with angelina jolie who you know she's pretty good now of picking her scripts and the movies that she picks are well-suited for her. So we'll be back. Matt Smith is with us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about P.I. Roofing. I had P.I. Roofing out uh, just about three weeks ago. Told you about it. Found another nail sticking up and uh, had started a leak, and uh, we got it fixed uh, like El Pronto, so I'm not going to have to do any pulling out of drywall or anything like that. Uh, I am kind of praying for maybe a hailstorm uh, to pass through so that I can call PI Roofing back and tell them to come out and replace my aging roof, which I had told you I thought was 18 years old, and I was exactly right. It's 18 years old, and they did such a great job putting it on. Uh, I'll miss it when I have to take it off, but then they'll be putting in a new one on, and I'll get used to it as well. That's PI Roofing. Uh, 707-3551 is your phone number, piroofing.com on the internet. All right, back with you on the Dave Ellswick Show. Make sure you take your bucket with you now to uh, the VIP cinema that you go and visit. You can get that filled up and then uh, get a refill at a lower price. And that uh, comes in handy, especially if you're related to an Ellswick, because we eat copious amounts of popcorn during the course of, uh, of movies and you know, I love this, uh, Matt. I love talking about it. You've got the sites open so people can salt and butter their popcorn on their own so you don't have to wait for somebody else to do it. And we all have our own ways of buttering and salting popcorn. Yeah, I mean, jump on over there. we got uh, 12 different popcorn salt flavors, including the original and, of course, butter and everything else for your food as far as, uh, you know, your ketchup, barbecue sauce, mustard, everything for your hot dogs and your pretzels and your chicken tenders. And, you know, all that's back on the table right there in the lobby. So just, you know, do your own butter. Do it your way. No doubt about it. Refills are back. And that uh, popcorn bucket is good until the end of 2021. Uh, we still have tickets for all movies, $5 on Tuesday nights. Uh, we still have some dollar candy specials going, some $3 nachos, a lot of discounts out there. Of course, discount matinees. Got the rewards club going. You can join for free. Just sign up for rewards at the uh, cinema. Get your card, and you get points for every dollar you spend. 
and that gets you free movie tickets and free concessions in the future. So be sure to do that. Go to the website, sign up for the email newsletter. And, yeah, just check out all the information about the free popcorn bucket and about the rewards there. Of course, it's Riverdale10.com in Little Rock, and all the theaters are linked there. Uh, com, HotSpringsVIP.com, and, of course, your hometown, CabotVIPCinema.com, and up north in Batesville, OaksVIPCinema.com. Or just go to Riverdale10.com and click theaters. They'll all pop up right there for you. Uh, got a great lineup this weekend in addition to the uh, movies we were talking about earlier. We've still got some holdover films that you can check out. Yep. Everybody can come see those. Um, you know, we are um, we're still playing Separation, uh, another scary film from Open Road. That's on the screen. Of course, uh, Mortal Kombat, we're still playing that. Um, Together, Together, the romantic comedy is on. Godzilla vs. Kong. Still on the screen. Uh, we're playing Raya and the Last Dragon from Walt Disney for the kids. Um, Nobody, uh, starring Bob Odenkirk from Breaking Bad. We're still playing that. And the Japanese anime title, Demon Slayer, that is still on the screen as well. So be sure to check those out. Uh, we also got new this week in um, Cabin and Cersei. We're playing the romantic comedy Finding You from Roadside Attractions. Uh, that's new this week. And we're playing the Billy Crystal, uh, Tiffany Haddish movie here today, PG-13. That is also playing in Cabot. Uh, you can still catch Tom and Jerry uh, in Cabot and Hot Springs. So uh, there's a lot of variety uh, on the screen uh, for everyone uh, this week. No doubt about that. And, of course, um, uh, next week, we'll have Dream Horse from Bleecker Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be on. And we will have Scoob, which is PG, uh, animated feature for the kids from Warner Brothers. That starts on the 21st. Uh, the two big movies are going to be out Thursday, May the 27th. That's A Quiet Place 2. I'll be there. And, and Cruella. Uh, I want to see that, too. They both look good. Those tickets are already on sale. You can go to the website to check them out. Of course, Riverdale10.com or check the um, uh, surrounding websites from there. And uh, $5 tickets on Tuesday, free popcorn with the TGI popcorn bucket on Wednesday. And we're doing refills again. And, of course, we're serving beer and wine in Cabot uh, at Riverdale 10 in Little Rock and in Hot Springs. Uh, All the all the theaters feature luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating. And, of course, we have uh, full food menus. You can go to the website and check those out. Uh, you want to pop in there and, and click on uh, Menu Tasty Treats. Anything from uh, chocolate chip cookies to ice cream to uh, key lime pie. And, of course, we've got uh, Nathan's Hot Dogs, White Castle Cheeseburger Sliders, State Fair corn dogs, Bavarian pretzels, chicken strips, chicken sandwiches, uh, buffalo wings. Well, let me let me jump in. You got it all there. There's no doubt about that. I've had the pizza. It's excellent. And don't forget, on June the 8th, the next classic movie from Dave Ellswick in 101.1 is this right here. There you go. 
That's coming up. You can buy your tickets now. You'll want to see it and uh, see back on the big screen and see the more, you know, see the marshmallow man and the whole nine yards and get slimed with the guys on Ghostbusters. And of course, the original cast was just phenomenal uh, in that movie. And, uh, Matt and I have been doing classic movies together for 21 years now. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. You've changed a little bit in that 21 years. You know that? Hey, you know what? Um, haven't we all? Yeah, right? haven't we all? I well, you went what. from you went from the crazy man to a father, the entrepreneur. I mean, you've made some big changes in your lifestyle. Well, I mean, hey, twenty years ago I was an entrepreneur, and I'm still crazy. <laughs> so I don't know if things have changed really that much. You know, I mean, uh, well, the cool thing, the cool thing about uh, Ghostbusters on June the eighth. What's so awesome about that? Is that's actually Ghostbusters Day? That is the day the movie was released in theaters all the way back in 1984. That is Ghostbusters Day officially. Amazing! It's hey. just cool that we're able to do that. It's seven o'clock uh, on on Tuesday, June the eighth. The tickets are on sale now. Riverdale10.com. Get your tickets. You know the movie's PG. Um, Tuesday, June the eighth. Tickets are just five bucks. You know, I mean Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, Sigourney Weaver. Harold Remus, Ernie Hudson, Rick Moranis. I mean, come on. It's got everybody you could ever want and more in one motion picture. Matt, thank you. Have a great weekend. And uh, we'll tell everybody, as we always do, go see a movie this weekend and enjoy yourself at the theater. Riverdale10.com. All right, brother. I'm out of time. Thank you. I'll be back with you on Monday morning at 6 a.m. Power Panel will be in with me here on the Dave Ellswick Show. You have a great weekend.